Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning into the Nun Report. It's always a pleasure to get here. It feels like it's been like a week since I've been behind the mic. Well, maybe because it has been. I took uh, took some days off to take care of some things around the house and also uh, spent some day some time with my dogs at the beach and that sort of thing. And I'm going to spend the, the first part of the show here um, doing something I don't normally do. Uh, normally, I'm talking about other people and other things that are going on. I am going to spend a few minutes here to talk about me, but it is related to uh, to what's going on. But we're going to, we're going to talk about, you know, Biden went out there again. They keep putting him out there in public. He, he went to the uh, the academy to give it a commencement speech. He, he fell down. He was yelling. So we're going to get a little bit of angry Joe, a little bit of dementia Joe, and a little bit of falling down Joe. And so we can take a look at that and, and kind of, we can laugh at it or we can comment on whatever. The fact is the guy's 80 years old. He needs to not be president right now. He never should have been elected president, but we all know that the election was stolen, right? So, uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Lori Lightfoot a little bit because uh, Beetlejuice there has now landed a job teaching at Harvard, so they can churn out some more uh, uber liberal uh, woke people that are intolerant of anybody that doesn't think like them and think that they know best, and then they can go run Chicago in the future just as poorly or worse than she did. Uh, but first, let's let's kick off here. I uh, I woke up so Monday was Memorial Day, right? And um, you know, thank everybody who uh, you know paid the ultimate price and their families and. Um, you know, throughout our entire history. And it, it's, uh, it was a somber day. I, I don't like to say happy Memorial Day because it's really not a happy day. It, it's, it should be a somber day and a day of remembrance. And that's how, that's how I treat it anyway. So I, I wake up after Memorial Day, so Tuesday, and I check my Twitter, first thing I do, and I see that your account has been suspended. And so I'm going, my account's been suspended. What the heck? Now, I have, you know, obviously it's edgy political commentary and that sort of thing. Uh, I have a fair share of bots and trolls that are constantly reporting things that I that I tweet and that I reply and that sort of thing. That's just what happens on Twitter is you get a bunch of trolls that um, and even bot attacks where they're reporting you. And if you get a low enough score, you're eventually going to get kicked off. Well, this was regarding a particular tweet, and it was... It was something they said I violated their policies on a violent speech. The The tweet didn't, was not inciting anybody to violence. It wasn't calling for violence. It wasn't calling for damage or harm or, or injury to anybody. It was satirical in nature, and it was worded in a way that I thought was okay. And in fact, on reviewing Twitter policies, I'm certain that it was okay. But that's not how Twitter sees it. It was a, 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 akin to... Uh, um, you know, the extreme commie Democrats saying that what Trump said on January 6th from the podium inspired an insurrection, that he caused the violence, right? It was very akin to that. It was nothing really. Um, and I woke up to this. And I point this out. So hello, the Nun Report with Dan. On your account, the Nun Report has been suspended for violating Twitter rules. Note that if you attempt to evade suspension by creating new accounts, we will suspend your new accounts, blah, blah, blah. But here's the, here's the catch. I was a Twitter Blue subscriber 
because I enjoyed the extra content that you could, you know, you could have longer videos, you could have uh, longer tweets, you could, but, but and, and I, I thought that because I was paying for something, I was now the customer, that I was no longer the product. Because understand, if something's free, if you're on Facebook, if you're doing Twitter free, if you're doing anything free on social media, you are not the customer, you are the product, okay? And they sell you to advertisers. That's how it works, all right? So I thought, well, hey, I'm going to pay for this Maybe I'll get better customer service. Maybe people who subscribe to Twitter Blue who actually pay money to use their service should be considered customers and not product anymore, right? Oh, no, no. So they can cancel my account, and they did. They, they suspended it, still suspended. I'm trying to appeal it. We'll see what happens. I've appealed it about 100 times so far. And, uh, but get the bottom here. If you have an active Twitter Blue subscription, it will not be automatically canceled by Twitter. To cancel your Twitter Blue subscription, follow these instructions. And there's a bunch of hoops you have to jump through to cancel your subscription. So they'll go ahead and take the $11 a month for you. They, they will suspend your account, but they'll continue to take your money. Unbelievable. You think if you suspended your account that your Twitter Blue account would automatically be taken away as well. So, and what they said, so after careful review, we, we determined that your account broke the Twitter rules. Your account is permanently, permanently in read-only mode, which means you can't tweet, retweet, or like content. You won't be able to create new accounts. If you think we got this wrong, submit an appeal, which it did, as I said, several appeals. And before I'd almost, from the time I hit, I hit uh, su submit on the appeal. And before I could even go to my email, so submit, and then I saw an email notification instantly got this canned response. So nobody reviewed my appeal. Nobody reviewed anything. I didn't get a manual review. I, I, I went through, explained why I didn't think it was against Twitter rules. I was nice. I was polite. I was professional. I even apologized and said that I would try to do better in the future. I groveled at the feet of the woke Twitter staff. And, um, and then this came right back. Your account was suspended due to violations of our terms and service. After reviewing for reinstatement, your account will not be restored. Thank you, Twitter. And, um, you know, all right, whatever. I'm on Gitter. I'm on Truth at the Nun Report on both of those. I'm also on Gab if you're into that. I'm, I don't do Gab too much. I, I prefer the app speed and um, of Gitter and, and Truth Social, both great platforms. I'm also on Facebook at the Nun Report. That's a pretty big following there, and I post a ton of content there all the time. Um, you might still find me on Twitter at Nun Report um, if you if you look, but we'll we'll see. But if you want to give me you know look around and, and try to find that and follow me, I'd sure appreciate it. I'm also on Rumble.com/slash the Nun Report. That's where I post all my videos and of, of me personally and also guess things. But I had a couple of people weigh in on the fact that my Twitter account was suspended. And, and uh, first one, um, let's hear from, from Clint. What do, you, what do you think about that, Clint? What a load of shit. Yeah. Man, thank you for your support, Clint. I always love it when you weigh in on the Nun Report here. And then I had a, 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 a buddy of mine who's become... Uh, I'd, I'd call him a friend. I mean, and he went to bat for me on his show, on both of his shows, uh, Ungoverned and also uh, Captain Deplorable. And that's Sean Farish. He made sure to mention me and give me shout outs and get people. He got me some new follows on Rumble and whatnot. He had no reason to do that. He didn't have to do that. 
but he did it because he's a cool dude and because he understands that Twitter hasn't changed. Twitter is what Twitter's always been. It doesn't matter who owns it, okay? It hasn't changed. They're still suspending accounts. They're still censoring content. They're still throttling people. And if you subscribe, you're not treated any differently at all than someone who doesn't. You think they'd have a... a, a dedicated customer support line or something since you're paying for the service, right? No, 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 you can't reach them. What a, what a effed up business model, period, period. But Sean, Sean Farish, man, the, the best, first of all, if you haven't followed Sean Farish, make sure to check him out. Cap and Deplorable 45 or uh, Ungoverned, both on Rumble podcast. He's also on Twitter. And just look him up, man. If you haven't if you haven't checked this guy out, you need to. He does a great show. One is comedic in nature. One is more serious political commentary. Both are great. And, uh, oh, by the way, he also does the best Donald J. Trump uh, impression that I've ever seen. And, um, and and I think a lot of people would agree. Anyway, uh, here's, here's a little clip of, of Sean. Uh, give me some love. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it very much. Captain Deplorable himself. Um, giving a shout out, a little bit of bromance to the Nun Report. Nun Report's in here. Oh, Nun Report's Okay, Dan Nun, everyone, please follow Nun Report. Um, got suspended on Twitter for being a good person. That's what he got suspended for. You've been suspended for being a fantastic person, okay? You've been suspended for being wonderful. And Dan, you didn't miss the live. It's only 15 minutes in. We got another 45 minutes to go. So Nun Report. Gosh, I love that dude, man. I'm so pissed that he got suspended. But you know what? So that's Facebook. It's funny. Got suspended on free speech Twitter before Facebook. 15,000 followers on Facebook, too. Give me a look. The Nun Report was on a show a few weeks ago. Just posted a clip on Twitter, actually. Um, a nice inspirational clip. We were in Florida for that one. It was a nice inspirational clip. I was like, ah, no matter how hard it is, just go get it. And then he got suspended, but he's like, I'm going to turn this into fire. You're going to be great. When I take over Twitter, I'll be your fighter. I'll be your warrior. I'll be your retribution. Remember that? Last week, here's what we talked about last week. Fake, jeez, I'm making a lot of noise here. Last week, we uh, another bromance. Pastor uh, Bristol, the Nun Report, lots of bromance. Matthias, I want Matt, Matt Brown. And Matt Brown and Laugh Track Matt. We have a lot of bromances. I could be having a problem. You ugly. Yes, I was waiting for that. Very nice. <laughs> Thanks so much, brother. I, I, I really appreciate the love and the shout out there. But uh, that's what we got to do, man. As as patriots and um, and Americans, not not even just uh, we're Americans. We should be supporting each other. But we, as conservatives, we definitely need to be supporting the America First movement, and that means supporting each other when we need it. And again, thank you so much, Sean, for the shout out. And, uh, and for your support on this. It is a bummer. It is a bummer. Anyway, uh, Biden was out there this weekend. But before we, we show you what happened on, on the stage, let's take a look at the history. Because Biden has a history of this. So let's start. You, everybody remember this one? Three times he fell up the stairs. It takes, you know... The guy doesn't lift his feet, but, but you know, he's old. You know, when you get older, your, your body functions, your, your, uh, your mobility, it, your changes and your mind and body action, the, the connection isn't quite as sharp and quite as fast as, as it used to be. It just happens. It's going to happen to all of us. It's already happening to me sometimes. And, uh, and I'm not even, well, I'm not gonna, 
<laughs> I'm feeling old. I have a birthday coming up here next week, and uh, then I'm going to be even older. And then remember this one? <laughs> oh, he tumbles. Biden takes a tumble. And then again with the stairway challenge. He just can't seem to get up these stairs. Boop. There he goes. There he goes. Well, this next one was the best one yet. Now, he's lucky he didn't get seriously injured. And I don't, don't, it's, all right, we can laugh at it. I have laughed at it. I will laugh at it again. At the same time, we need to not, you know, wish injury or ill will on anyone. I certainly don't. And, and so, I mean, someone who's 80 years old, when they fall, they can get seriously injured, man. They break things. They break ribs. They break hips. They break knees. They, they do all kinds of things. And, uh, and, and the guy is lucky that he was able to be lifted back up and walk away from this. Uh, check this out. If you haven't seen this clip yet, uh, check it out. If you have seen it, check it out again. Okay, Grandpa, you need to go to your, you need to go back. You need to go away. You need to go to your Delaware basement and just stay there. Just stay there. You're not safe for others, and you're certainly not safe for yourself. Think about that. The guy's going to be, um, he's, he's 80 now. He's got another a year and a half in office if he gets reelected. By the time, if he, if he gets reelected, God, if, if they can get him installed again, Ay, ay, ay. Um, he'll be 86 years old. Man, there needs to be a mental competency test. You got Dan Diane Feinstein. She's half her face hanging off. She, she thinks that she was in the Senate the entire time. She was gone. Oh, no, I was here to vote. And then when, when uh, Kamala Harris shows up in the Senate, she's like, what is she doing here? Uh, she's the head of the Senate, man. She's, she's the vice president. <laughs> Half her phrase is hanging down. She, they said she had hives, but you know, really, you know, we know it was probably a stroke or something. It was definitely not hives. She wasn't out for three months with hives. We got Fetterman caveman up there in gym shorts and, and a hoodie talking behind the podium of the Senate and um, still suffering ill will, uh, you know, ill effects from his stroke. But um, but let's be clear about why Biden fell, okay? Uh, and just to just you know make sure we clear the record here, he tripped over uh, a, ba a sandbag on the stage, and briefly he tripped and got up, and he he got got right back up and continued uh, continued what he was there to do. He did not. Uh, he he. There was no need uh, for the doctor to see him uh, as it was related to the fall, and he's doing. Okay, first of all, he didn't get jump right back up. Okay, he had to be helped up by three people. They lifted him back onto his feet. Otherwise, he'd have been like, help me, I've fallen and I can't get up. You know, he'd have been doing the life alert thing. If that happened at home while he was by himself, I doubt he would have been able to get up. And uh, it, it just it is another example of how unfit this person is to be in office. Now, I looked closely. I didn't see a sandbag in any of the videos. I saw a little black uh, thing maybe in front there. But even if there was a sandbag on the stage, most people watch where they're walking, right? Most people are aware of where they're walking. But when you're 
old, your depth perception starts to suffer, your peripheral vision is not what it once was. Your body is is nearing the end of its time here on earth, you know, your physical body. And uh, and sometimes it's just time for these people to go. I, I, I uh, again, uh, wish no ill will. But, and then he comes, then on his way back, he can't even get out of out of air, uh, the helicopter, you know, without hitting his head. Oh. This guy is like a pinball. He just bounces around, falls over. You remember the uh, the movie Weekend at Bernie's? I mean, th- th- that's what they need. They can just hold the guy up, man, and carry him around everywhere and take him to all his appearances. He'd be much safer that way if he had somebody holding him on each side. And he would probably be able to remember which side of the stage to exit on after he's done talking. Because we know that he gets that wrong. You got a 50-50 chance. He gets it wrong 80% of the time. The Lincoln Project, this is how they're spinning it. They decided to put out a video. And uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to put this up there for your entertainment. I'm going to call this the weirdness segment of the show today. Uh, we're only uh, 16, 17 minutes in here, and I'm going to I'm gonna throw out some weirdness right now. This is, again, from the Lincoln Project, and um, I, laughed, I laughed my ass off when I saw this, and it just shows you how these extreme commie Democrats think and how dishonest and disingenuous that they are. If you can't have fun and laugh at stuff, yeah, uh, it must not be a, a. I mean, how can you? You have to have humor in your life. You have to laugh at things, and um, the the find the thing I find most humorous about that all the most is they're serious. That they are presenting that as an absolute serious thing, not not a satire or anything like that. And they're they're useful idiots out there just. Yeah, <laughs> look, look at look at Trump, and look at how great Biden is. He's lifting weights. He's running around. Jeez, good grief, man! You know, so the uh, Republican National Committee has put out their rules to participate in their debates, and they're uh, of such that it looks like you know there could be a dozen people participating in the first debate. If things continue as they are, we have a lot of people that are throwing their ring in the hat and they've set the standards so low to participate in debates that, um, that pretty much a caveman could do it. I mean, you could probably get Fetterman to run for president. He could make this anyway, the, the RNC, uh, chairwoman, the worthless, by the way, the worthless, horrible, uh, chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel announced the first Republican presidential is going to be on in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on August 23rd. Here's the qualifications. Uh, you have to be a U.S. citizen. Okay, well, great. Uh, a resident for 14 years, 
35 years or older. Thank goodness we're being saved from AOC for a little bit longer. Have declared his or her candidacy, have an active FEC form. Okay, typical stuff, form two and form one. These are things that you have to have when you file to run for president. It continues. All right, here's here's where the real qualifications come in. So poll at least 1% in three national polls or 1% in two national polls and 1% in one early state poll. So only 1%. Uh, you have to survey at least 800 registered likely Republican voters. This And then it gives a criteria that, that the polls. So if you survey 800 people and you get 1% of them that think that you should be president, then you get to participate in the debate. That's one of the qualifications that you can meet. You have to meet it. Uh, have a minimum of 40,000 unique donors in fundraising. That's, by the way, that's not very many that that's, that's in, in the big picture and to what things are that that's really not much at all. So now we're at a point. So 1% polling and 40,000 individual donors. Okay. Now we've got a ton of people in there. Now this is where it gets interesting. And this is where the, the Rhino DN or I almost called them the DNC. You know, they may as well be the DNC. They act like the DNC with Ronna McDaniels there doing her extreme. She's almost an extreme uh, uh, commie Democrat. She may as well be. Anyway, she hasn't done anything with the Republican Party. The fact that she got reelected, uh, she raises money and spends it. She spends it in all the wrong places. So you have to sign a, a, a pledge agreeing not to participate in any non-RNC sanctioned debate. So you can't, if, if RNC decides, say, uh, uh, I don't know, Fox or say uh, Elon Musk on Twitter or, you know, somebody, say somebody wanted to have a debate between the candidates. If the RNC did not sanction it, you're not allowed to participate and you have to sign a pledge that says so. Sign a pledge agreeing uh, support to the eventual party nominee. They will not get Trump to sign a pledge that he agrees to support the eventual party nominee, not knowing who the nominee is going to be when you have that many people in the field. I I do not see President Trump signing an agreement. Now, it's a pledge. So in the end, it's not binding, so to speak. Um, so he could sign it and then, and then if he didn't get the nomination, which I think he will, he could just tell him to go pound sand and, and I'm, or if he didn't get, if he did not get the nomination, uh, although, yeah, but I, I said it right the first time. Jeez, Dan, come on. You've been out of practice here for a week. Um, he could just tell him to go pound sand. You know what? I, I'm not going to support that nominee. I think he's worthless. Okay. Or, or she, anyway, um, signed to RNC data sharing agreement. I think that's uh, standard boilerplate stuff. And, uh, and you have to do all this within 48 hours. So they've made it to where anybody pretty much can participate. And then they've put something in there that they know Donald Trump will not want to do. And that's pledge his support to some future nominee, unknown nominee out of this field of candidates, some of whom are extremely worthless. Okay. Why would you blindly pledge support like that? <sighs> high school in California. They have a high school teacher who is uh, talking to students about uh, a female teacher who's talking to students about butt sex and about sex toys. And you can go to Target, you can go to CVS, and you can you can get sex toys. And she talks about how they work. And um, and I'm gonna let, let's play just a little bit of it. This is again. Now she has since been. Uh, I'll say this up front. She has since been put on leave while they do an investigation as to whether this was appropriate or not. 
And I don't know. What do you think? Is this appropriate for a teacher to be discussing with students? Is where the prostate is. So you don't have to go inside the booty hole. You can actually just push on the seam and that stimulates the prostate gland as well. And that, oh, they apparently really like that. Um, but yeah, so that's why for male and male, anal sex is still very pleasurable because of the fact that it hits the, it hits the prostate and there's a lot of nerve endings in your booty as well. So the girls, the G-spot, prostate, they're the equivalent to each other. But apparently that's why if you ever see like, I mean, Target has them now, sex toys. If you go to Target, seriously, if you go to Target and go where the tampons and pads are, they have, they just look like a little box. But if you open up, the, there's like a Velcro front to the box. You open it up and then bam, sex toy. And uh, you'll see them. Uh, CBS, yes, CBS has them too, a lot of them. No, but and so that's why when you look at the I bet she has quite a, a collection. lot of them look like this. And the reason because is <laughs> Okay, I don't know about you. Um, I know where I stand on this. And I think I know where probably many of you do as well. Uh, this teacher has absolutely zero business talking to high school students about sex toys and where to find them. Because, you know, you're supposed to be 18, it, you know, to go into a, a novelty shop, a, a, a sex shop or whatever, toy shop. Um, and she's telling these high school students, oh, just go to Target, man. They've got these things that they're disguised as massagers that are actually sex toys. And so, you know, go ahead. You know, CVS has them too. Oh, yeah, they've got tons of them. I bet she has quite a collection too because probably not too many men would want her. Look it up. You see her picture, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Typical, typical, typical. Lori Lightfoot, the illustrious mayor of Chicago. Oh, former mayor of Chicago. They decided she wasn't whacked out and loony, extreme Democrat commie enough. They, they had to get somebody even more extreme in there, and they did. And, and they booted out... Uh, Lightfoot, a.k.a. Beetlejuice. And she's landed a job now teaching at Harvard. So she's at Harvard University, okay? That this felt, was that, was that Scottish or was that a rich accent? I don't know. Maybe it was somewhere in between. I'm horrible at doing impressions. I need to get a hold of Sean Farish, man. He'll take care of the impressions for me, okay? I'm sorry. Sorry to, to disappoint you on that one. He actually does... A lot of really good voices. Anyway, she's going to teach at Harvard. So here we are. We're, we're taking out the failed of the failed, the one who turned one of the worst, most violent, dangerous cities in the world into even a worse, more violent, dangerous city. And now she's going to go teach at Harvard and raise up the next generation of extreme commie Democrats that are going to go out there. And eventually these people end up as vice presidents in corporations, CEOs, CFOs, they're board members. And they this is how you end up with these woke corporations that cater to, they think they're catering, they think they're being exclusive when in fact they're, they're inclusive, when in fact they're being incredibly exclusive. They're excluding the majority of the population with their extreme woke ideology. Jesse Waters 
weighed in on this, on the five. Let's check out what he had to say. These are academics putting medals on the chests of bad generals. These stupid ideas came from places like Harvard. The social justice nonsense, the harm reduction policies, the, all the healthcare mumbo jumbo, de Blasio and, and Lori and all these losers, they glom onto it because it makes them sound smart and compassionate. They win on it. They enact these dumb policies and then they fail and then they lose. And so what Harvard has to do is they have to slap a crimson blazer on them. So there's not a lot of failed leftists hanging around with their hands out. You can't have a bunch of failed leftists uh, sitting around with the skeletons of all of these dumb academic policies that failed in the real world. You have to dress it up. It's like academic washing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse comes up with a good one once in a while. Um, I don't watch Fox anymore as a rule. Uh, I do come across their clips, though. And that's what I'm sharing with you. But yeah, I mean, you take, so they fail in the real world. And so what do you do? You put them back into academia. These people take care of their own and they always do. That's, uh, that's the, the, the culture that they live in. And, um, and as we move in, and another part of that culture, of course, is the extreme sexualization of our children. I showed you the clip of the, the teacher down in California that has since been put on leave, who's teaching high school kids about butt sex, um, uh, male and female and male, male, and also sex toys and where to find them when you're at your local Target. There's another reason to, <laughs> to not shop at Target, man. They're marking sex toys to kids, man. But anyway, man, that's, just their, that's their own personal life, man. It, sexuality is a real thing. I'm not saying it's not. Sexual pleasure is a real thing, okay? We all get it. We all enjoy it, most of us anyway. It's private business. It's not public knowledge. I'm not going to talk to you about my sex life on this show, and I certainly wouldn't give a talk on it to a room full of kids. Man, I didn't even talk to my best bros. Not even Sean Farish. But uh, this is what Karine Jean-Pierre, your favorite press secretary and mine, the best secretary in the world, said no one ever. She's out there in her orange dress, which, by the way, nowadays means that you oppose assault rifles. If you wear orange, it came out today that if you wear orange, you support assault rifle bans. And so I would imagine that this is part of the reason why she has on this bright orange dress. She's talking about how the, the trans LGBTQ plus plus ABCDF community is so targeted and so their, their rights are being trampled on. This year Check. alone, more than 600 anti-LGBTQI bills have been filed in state houses across the country, and a significant portion of those bills target transgender youth. As President Biden says, these young people are some of the bravest people he knows, but no one should have to be brave to be themselves. It's why the president has taken historic steps to advance equality for LGBTQI community and protect civil rights. 
He was proud to sign an executive order directing federal agencies to protect LGBTQI families and youth, support youth mental health, and stop harmful conversion therapy policies. DOJ is actively supporting challenges to state laws that target transgender kids. In light of the Dobbs decision, he took action to protect marriage equality by signing into law the Respect for Marriage Act. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there in that little clip. Really, there really is. So, 600 laws that are anti, uh, what did she say? Oh, anti LGBTQ2 plus or whatever. Um, she calls, she thinks those, those are all civil rights. I don't think that, I don't remember reading anywhere that, that just because you enjoyed sex a certain way or you wanted to mutilate your body, that you, you were protected by the Civil Rights Bill, or the Civil Rights Act. I, I, don't, I don't believe. I don't believe that's in there. And what rights? What rights are we protecting? Are we are we protecting their rights to, um, you know, to to compete against men to compete against women? Are we protecting their rights for men to go into to ladies and girls restrooms? Are we protecting the rights for for males to go shower with females in a female locker room? Are we protecting the rights for them to cut off their breasts and their penises? Are we protecting their rights to block their hormones so that they don't naturally? as God intended, mature and grow into adults? What rights are we protecting exactly? And they say that rights are being trampled. What rights are being trampled? And as far as the, the, the Marriage Act, the Dobbs, you know, so that's why we passed the Marriage Act. Nobody's preventing anybody from getting married to each other. That's already legal. You, you did a, a BS virtue signaling bill and signed it for no, it was duplicitous. There's already marriage equality. People are already allowed to love who they want to love and to marry who they want to marry. And they throw it out there as some great new accomplishment that Biden did. The Department of Justice, by the way, they don't think that states should have rights. They don't think states should be able to stop children or parents from mutilating their children. They don't think that states have the right to say that, you know what, we're not going to allow males into female bathrooms or female locker rooms. We're not going to allow males to compete against females in sports. That goes against the Civil Rights Act and you're, you're, you're targeting, you're targeting the trans community. So the Department of Justice is going after states. Department of Justice is supporting radical DAs and judges who will try to strike down these state laws. And you know, of course the next step is well if you don't if you don't do what we want to do then we will take away your federal funding for, you know, XYZ or for whatever, right? That's our next step. 2024 people is critical. It is so important that we get these extreme commie democrats and they are they are commies. This is complete marxist ideology. They're going after the children. This is not by mistake. This is by design. And you've got to understand that. First of all, you need to accept it and then understand how important it is for us to be involved in this election cycle, for more of us than last time, how important it is to engage in the same type of ballot harvesting up to the legal line that they do. We can't keep playing by two sets of rules. I say it over and over and over again. And... I mean, are these 
the rights they're protecting? When they talk about the Department of Justice is going to go after these states and that these are the rights, look at this beautiful young woman. Said she was non-binary, so the doctors cut off her breasts. Looks like she cut all her hair off too. Doesn't look like she has a very good diet either. She doesn't look like a very mentally healthy person. Oh, sorry, baby. It's all right. Grass is greener on the other side, man. Just become non-binary, mutilate your body, cut off your hair and take hormone blockers. You're going to be just fine. The destruction, Laura Chen, the destruction of beauty and femininity is a terrible thing. Those doctors should be jailed and they should be. They took an oath. I don't know how their conscience, regardless of how much money they make, how their heads get so screwed up that they can justify doing this to young people. I mean, I don't think it should be done to adults either, by the way. But the fact that it's becoming more and more, you know, accepted, not even ex- more than accepted, like promoted. Like if you don't, if you don't get behind us on this and believe that that we have the right to mutilate children and stop them from naturally developing with hormone blockers, then you, you are a right-wing wacko, bigot, racist, homophobic asshole. And they believe that. They hate you. They hate you. Make no mistake about it. They can blow all the sunshine they want. But the fact is, if you don't fall in line, if you don't agree with them, and not just agree with them, but support them, you are the enemy. They'd lock you up if they could. I believe that. I believe that 100%. So Biden, while he was given his, uh, here's one of the things. So we're going to talk about, uh, he keeps telling the same lie over and over. So let's listen to it again. This is what he does. He develops his own history and then he keeps repeating it. We've elevated the quad, bringing together Australia, India, Japan, and the United States to advance an Indo-Pacific that's free and open, prosperous and secure. Didn't exist before. It didn't exist before. Bullshit. Bullshit. The quad was was reactivated in 2017. Oh, who was... hmm. Hmm. Who was president in 2017? Hmm. What? Wait, wait a minute. The orange guy, right? Orange man bad? Donald J. Trump? That guy? Yeah, I think that's who was president in 2017. I'm pretty sure about that. Fact check me if you want. And Biden goes up there and says, oh, this never existed before. We created the quad so we could have peace and security and tranquility and sing kumbaya. He lies blatantly. These are not, these are, this isn't just a campaign lie. This is an outright lie. And, and these kids, these poor kids, man, they don't know because they're not being taught the actual history. 
Some of them I hope do. Some of them I hope have strong conservative parents and, uh, and that they will go on to become great leaders and protectors of our country. So, uh, and of our constitution. And of our constitution. Because we know that the extreme commie Democrats certainly are anything but that. And then he had this to say. The food insecurity, the natural disasters, all of which are being made worse by the existential threat of climate change. I don't hear many of my friends anymore saying there's no climate change. We're finally figured it out. We're trying to push that since 1981. The key phrase was the very end. I've been trying to push that since 1981. That means it's, it's a lie. It's bullshit. I've been trying to push that. What does that mean? What does that imply? That doesn't, you don't push truth. I've been trying to push that since 1981, he says. Climate change. I don't have any friends who deny climate change. Of course, climate changes all the time, every single day. We had clouds this morning. It's sunny this afternoon. It might rain later tonight. Existential threat to our <laughs> to our world. Good grief. They've been pushing this crap for decades. <laughs> and, and if we just give them enough money, we can fix it. If we just if we just give the world enough of our tax dollars into all these international funds and the, the, the Paris Climate Accord crap, if we just give them enough of our tax dollars while we're feeding the war in Ukraine. In fact, why? Screw Americans. Just give our money to the rest of the world. Take care of them. The rest of you can live like peasants while we raise your taxes. It's, this is bad stuff, people. Bad news. Meanwhile, this is how they take care of America. This is a fact. This is this is fact. This is not opinion. I offer my opinion on a lot of things, but the, the receipts I show are factual. They're either videos that actually happen, they are statistics that are true, or they are like this. You can't you can't hide this. This is a fact. Under Biden, inflation has outpaced wages for 25 consecutive months. That means that you're making less, less than you were pre-Biden. Pre-Biden. So that'd be like PB. Instead of BC, we're going PB, pre-Biden. Anyway, wages versus inflation. It's a horrible thing. It's a terrible thing. And um, a lot of people don't understand this. It's kind of I'm making more than I used to, and I still can't afford to live. Hey, your wages may have gone up. Cost of living has gone up faster because of inflation. And the only thing they have to fight it because they refuse to stop spending money like drunken sailors is to raise interest rates. So you have fewer people that can afford homes, fewer people that can afford cars, fewer people that can afford recreational vehicles. Can't get loans. Your credit card rates are going through the roof, right? So if you've got a lot of credit card debt and you thought you were trying to dig your way out of it, forget about that, man. Because your interest rates are going up, up, up. All right, the final clip I have today is Angry Joe. We got it. We, so we did the uh, we did the falling down Joe. We did the lying Joe, and now we're going to do the 
angry Joe. For whatever reason, he always has to yell. And he gets all angry and he raises his voice. And uh, I call it angry Joe. Check this. And your class is one of the diverse, most diverse classes in the history of this academy or any academy to graduate. That's why we're strong. That's why we're who we are. That's why we'll never give up. That's why. Wow. All righty. <laughs> On that note, here's the none better take of the day. Twitter is still Twitter. Twitter hasn't changed. It is what it has always been. And that is a censorship machine, a throttling machine. You are not the customer. You are the product, even if you're paying for their service. They will suspend you and one strike and you're out, right? With, with, some, of, with some of their so-called offenses. You don't get a second chance. One strike and you're done permanently, permanently. From the so-called free speech town square. How about that, Elon Musk? Your free speech platform, your town square. It's a big old turd. You know, you, you, can't, you can't polish a turd. It, there's an old saying that goes that way. And try as he might, it's broken. Even if he, if he, if he is sincerely trying, I can't believe he put in, uh, you know, the WEF uh, total, total, total Marxist as a CEO. But um, it hasn't changed. And everybody says so. People are starting to leave there again. It, it, it's just kind of become the same old censorship cesspool that it always was. Biden is going out there and lying like he always has, outright lies. He didn't, he didn't create the quad. It has existed. He sat there and told these kids, this never existed before. I've done this. Bullshit. You haven't done it. We're normalizing the sexualization of children, the bodily mutilation of children, the natural God-created growth process and maturity process of human beings, of children. Hormone blockers, those things cause permanent damage. And they don't even know what long-term damage is yet. Just like the vaccines, they pumped millions of those out, tens of millions of doses into people, telling them it would save their lives, it didn't. Telling them it would stop COVID, it didn't. Telling them it would stop transmission, it didn't. And in fact, there are a lot of studies now that say it caused more harm than good. But the pharmaceuticals made a ton of money and they did it with your tax dollar, right? The climate change hoax is still going on. It's been going on now for decades. It's been going on my entire life. I, in, the, I was in the 70s, I remember. Man, it was acid rain. It was global warming. It was, I mean, there was all, there's always been something. The ozone hole, which repaired itself. Wow, weird. Earth took care of itself. How arrogant is it for man to think that we can affect climate by simply spending money? And how diabolical and cruel is it for our government to force us in to a form of energy that overall does not have a smaller carbon footprint and costs multiple times more, taking more money from you and then demanding your tax dollar to help speed it along? when prices are already high, when inflation is going crazy, when we've had, when the cost of living has outpaced wages for 25 consecutive months under Joe Biden, 
Lori Lightfoot is going to be teaching the future generation of extreme commie Democrats how to turn cities into shitholes. So we can be happy with that. Man, get your kids out of the school systems. If they're in public school, man, get them out. Teach them, give them a good foundation. Give them a dose of reality while they're young so that if they decide to go to college, they have a shield of defense so they don't get swallowed up into the woke system and the woke ideology, okay? They're always targeting the youth. Department of Justice is going to go after states. Speaking of Target, they've lost $27 billion. I take some pleasure in that. Or excuse me, Anheuser-Busch lost $27 billion. Target has lost uh, 12 So I take some pleasure in that. We're talking like $40 billion now between the two companies. It's crazy. It's crazy. They may never recover, and they shouldn't. I got some advice for these corporations out there. Don't alienate half of your customer base. Do you hear that, Twitter? Anyway, remember, Twitter sucks. And truth social rules. It really does. You can catch me on there at The Nun Report. In fact, I'm on all the socials at The Nun Report, except for Twitter. That would be at Nun Report. Get rid of the V. You might find me there. I'm not on TikTok because I don't do that commie BS, but you can find me on rumble.com slash the nun report. All of my videos and all the all the clips, well, not all the clips, a lot of the clips that I do, I put up on my clips channel, which is uh, rumble.com slash the nun report clips. So you can go there or you just go to my website and you can link into everything. One stop, one shop, pretty easy. I can't make it much easier and that's the nun report.com. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And listening, if you're on the podcast channels or Renegade Radio, thank you so much. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.